What is up my Sunlight Samurais, how are you guys doing? So I want to talk to you about cold hands and feet and the three things that cause cold hands and feet and what you can do about it. So cold hands and feet is a sign of you don't have enough circulation, there's not enough blood flow going to that area because of vasoconstriction. So there's a few things that can cause vasoconstriction, namely stress hormones, noradrenaline and norepinephrine. I mean adrenaline and noradrenaline, so epinephrine and norepinephrine. Those cause vasoconstriction to the extremities to save blood flow for the essential organs and those kind of stuff, to, to direct blood flow to the muscles, to exert, you know, that fight or flight thing that's going on. So it diverts blood flow away from the, uh, like the gastrointestinal tract and then also from the extremities so you can get cold ears and nose and maybe even cheeks and then the cold hands and feet obviously because it causes vasoconstriction. The other one is... Um, basically high serotonin. So high serotonin, serotonin also causes vasoconstriction, vascular permeability, uh, and just weakens the whole vascular system. So excess serotonin is just as guilty as the excess stress hormones when it comes to cold hand and feet. And the biggest source of high serotonin is the gut. So if you have any kind of gut issue, you have gut inflammation, you have some gut irritation, that's probably going to be producing excess serotonin that is then going to have anti-metabolic, anti-thyroid, effects and cause vasoconstriction of your extremities and giving you cold hands and feet. The third one would be a low NAD to NADH ratio. So NAD is essential for proper energy production and if you don't have enough NAD that also then causes first of all a low energy state but also uh, vasoconstriction in the extremities. So those are the three things and Typically, if someone is hypothyroid, so this is basically the fourth one, if someone is hypothyroid, they also almost always suffer from cold hands and feet. And this is because the stress hormones increase as a compensation for the lack of thyroid hormones. So, um, thyroid hormone T3 and norepinephrine work inversely. So they work synergistically together to promote the metabolic rate, but they, if, if T3 is high, then norepinephrine is low, and if T3 is low, nor, norepinephrine is usually higher. Usually, not always, but usually, and you have an increase in uh, adrenal action to compensate for the lack of energy production. So um, norepinephrine basically stimulates the polysis and uh, the breakdown of glycogen and stimulates the oxidation of fat and also glucose through gluconeogenesis because if you're in a low energy state because of low T3, your body wants to make more energy and that upregulates these stress factors to do that as a compensation, as a temporary compensation. You know, the key is it should be only temporary and the longer you suffer from, you know, these high stress hormones, the more likely you are to become more uh, dysfunctional and not in a high energy state. So temporarily, a stress state can make you feel good, but in the long run, it's going to make you feel bad, awful. It's not going to be good. So you want to be, you want to restore proper thyroid function. Because the first things that you can do is, first of all, restore proper thyroid function. And you can do this via diet. Make sure you're not in a deficit. Make sure you eat a nutrient-dense diet. You get all the vitamins and minerals to support the thyroid to produce, um, you know, the thyroid hormones. Make sure you got those in check. And then you can use compounds that calm the adrenal glands, <coughs> depending on how... Uh, what's the right word? Depending on how stressed someone is, the thing is, I would typically recommend someone try a topical progesterone. Topical progesterone is extremely good for blocking any kind of stress response. So typically, if people are tired but wired, they can't sleep very good, or they feel easily stressed, then you apply some topical progesterone, and you should almost immediately feel more relaxed, and your heart rate should go down, and uh, if, if it's too fast. 
So um, other things that you can use in terms of dose, I would go for about 20 milligrams and you can even go higher up to 50 milligrams depending on how stretch you are, 100 milligrams. Okay, so then you can also use other compounds like Rhodiola or uh, Shisandra, Eleuthero, um, Ashwagandha, Magnolia, Valerian Root, Taurine, Glycine, these kind of compounds, Magnesium, Zinc, to also calm access stress hormones, calm the adrenal glands. So these compounds that I just mentioned are great for also just stopping stress, activating GABA system, you know, uh, calming the adrenal glands, and it can help you to overcome any kind of stress to help your thyroid to work properly again. All right, these things can help with the cold hands and feet. So the other things that I would recommend is aspirin. Higher doses of aspirin help with uncoupling and then will also promote better blood flow, uh, make you uh, take your cold hands and feet away. And then also making sure you eat. I, I was talking about the diet, but this is one thing. Okay, so if I have to focus on the fundamentals of getting rid of cold hands and feet, it would be make sure you eat enough, make sure you, you eat a well-rounded diet. You gotta have that carbohydrates. So people that usually go on a low-carb diet very, very, very often start to suffer from cold hands and feet. So make sure you have carbohydrates. Some people just do much better with starches when they are trying to recover their metabolic rate. And then throw in some salt and make sure you have fat in your diet as well. So it's gonna be well rounded with protein, carbohydrates, fat, and salt. And that's gonna be amazing for blocking any kind of stress response, giving energy for your body to produce energy. You know, <laughs> the carbohydrates turned into ATP and those kind of stuff. And that should be very good at stopping a stress response and getting rid of cold hands and feet. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but when I was hypometabolic, I would have cold hands and feet, and then I would have like this bowl of ground beef, potato, so it's a fatty ground beef, and in salt, eat that, and I would feel like this rush of blood flow going into my feet. It was like feeling so cold and I'm rushing in as if like you put your feet in a hot bath. That's the feeling you're going for, and you solve that with a proper diet. I never used thyroid to solve my hypothyroidism. I just ate and uh, sleep, tried to improve my sleep, you know, because it's difficult to sleep properly when you're hypermetabolic as well. So diet was key, and then lifestyle in terms of getting sunlight and make sure you're relaxed, you're managing your stress, those kind of stuff is key for getting rid of cold hands and feet. So stopping your stress hormones, optimizing your thyroid function, increasing NAD is relatively easy by you just have to use, for example, niacin or niacinamide because that will provide the precursor for increasing the production of NAD. And then you can also use compounds that help to recycle NADH back into NAD like methylene blue and quinones and coenzyme Q10 for example. And then there's another compound called inosine that is actually very good for increasing NAD as well. So those are the things that I would do to increase NAD levels. And then the last one, the serotonin, as I mentioned, if you have any kind of gut problems, you're most likely gonna have elevated serotonin. So there's a very nice supplement called the Aconia Berry that helps to lower intestinal serotonin and increases your body temperature as well. So this should help with uh, getting rid of the cold hands and feet that access serotonin. Uh, another trick that I usually do is if I have any kind of gut inflammation for some reason, I would just take a lot of activated charcoal. So that would be like a teaspoon to a tablespoon, mix that in, in uh, fruit juice, swallow that down, and that's usually good enough for you know cleaning out the gut. And you can do, you do that for a few days in a row if you want to. You can do that like two to three times a day, depending on how severe your gut issues are. Some people have success with a carrot salad, uh, boiled mushrooms, and even antibiotics, depending on how severe their gut issues is. So just to recap, cold hands and feet are caused by excess stress hormones, hypothyroidism, low NAD to NADH ratio, and excess serotonin. So to fix cold hands and feet, you want to do that. I would start with a diet, making sure you're not in deficit, it's nutrient dense, and it's well balanced. 
that's what I would start with and then use things like magnesium and aspirin and thyroid as well and maybe even something like progesterone and cyproheptadine to block the stress to prevent that um, vasoconstrictive effects of serotonin and the stress hormones and that should help with the cold hands and feet I hope this video was helpful guys uh, let me know in the comments below if you have any questions or if you've used any of these compounds or what has worked for you for the cold hands and feet alright guys check you in the next one